0: This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jurukovsky, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. This week, I'm super excited because we have Lomit Patel, and he's the Vice President of Growth at IMBU. And prior to IMBU, Lomit managed growth at early-stage startups, including Roku, Trusted ID, Texture, and Earthlink. Lomit is a public speaker, author, advisor, and recognized as a mobile hero by Liftoff. Sounds really exciting, and his new best-selling book, Lean AI, is part of Eric Ries' The Lean Startup series. Now available at Amazon. So, without further ado, welcome, Lomit Patel.
1: Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be
0: here yeah me me too can can you just tell me like where, where did you like where did your journey start as a human being where did you grow up and like what did you dream about as a kid and you know
1: i would say my journey's been uh it's been a very interesting journey uh so uh taking it from the start, i was actually born in east africa in malawi
0: yeah.
1: and um i was born there... um cause my mom's family was based there. So when she was pregnant, you know, she had three daughters and you know, she was trying to have a son. So her family said, well, and, and, and they were living in England at the time. And so they said, you, you, you obviously have no luck in England. So why don't you come over here and, 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 and give birth, maybe your luck might change. So that, (laughs) so there be it, I was born in it, I was born in Malawi (laughs) in East Africa. And then, and and then obviously moved back to, to England. Uh, but actually when I was five, uh, I actually went back to live with my grandparents uh, for that through elementary school. And, you know, I would say, you know, I mean, for me, you, you know, just, just to give distance sort of give the listeners an idea, you know, from a young age, I I was pretty much put into situations where, where I wasn't around a comfort zone, if that makes sense. Like generally, you know, kids obviously grow up with their parents for the, for, you know, for, for the most part for me, you know, from a young age, I was like, you know, you know i you know I, I i was living with my grandparents my uncles and then i and 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 what and i was fortunate cuz i ended up going through you know an elementary school in in malawi which was actually you know a really uh, prestigious private school that i was able to get into and it was all the kids that went there primarily were kids that you know, were, were all the ambassador kids. So kids from all over the world, you know, that, that were going there. So I was exposed to people from different cultures, from different places, you know, from a young age, I thought that was really cool. Cause, cause what, what happened to me is, you know, I, I came to realize, you know, end of the day, it doesn't matter where you're from, you know, you know, which part of the world and, and, and I'm an avid traveler and, and, you know, but generally you come to realize as humans that, you know, you know, you know, you know, our emotional needs are the same, regardless of where where we come from. And you know, in terms of you know what drives us, or, or you know you know what motivates us, it 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 it's very similar. And you know, from from yes, so from from Malawi, you know, I ended up coming back to England, and then I ended up getting into a prestigious boarding school. And so then I went. So so then I spent you know a good part of you know you know my my formative years from like 13 through high school in in, in 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 this boarding school um where again i was exposed to all these kids you know coming from all over the world and uh you know so the long story short is i didn't spend a lot of time with our parents growing up Did you, miss that? you know it, it, it's it's ironic you know um you don't really know what you miss and uh, you know uh, uh until you you know to to talk to other people that sort of spent more time with their parents, yeah. but I would say you know for me, what happened is you know it made me independent from a really young age and and it kind of put that at the spirit of um of 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 just just being able to fit in no matter where I am because you know that you know and and I think that's a really good skill, no matter where you go in life, to be adaptable and 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 just to be open and flexible. You know and and the other part is just really able to connect with people no matter where they are and where they're from and and so then yeah you, know, I, I, you know after boarding school obviously i went to college and uh and then you know i ended up you know um you know coming over to the us primarily for grad school because i really wanted to get into like internet online marketing and and this was in the 90s and none of this stuff was happening in england at the time and so you know again i sort of had this this spirit of you know why don't i move to a different country and go to grad school and you know that's where a lot of these things were happening but you know for me you know uh you know you know, an adventurer,
0: people, basically. From, I'm,
1: a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I would say a spirit of adventure, and and instead of looking at things from like fear, I kind of look at it from the from the angle of faith. Like, what you know, instead of you know, why do that? Why not? You know, I always sort of look at the questions of why not. I love know? that.
0: But basically, when you when you started out as a kid being an adventurer, it wasn't by choice, right? Because no. that's yeah. just how how it happened. But it. It also polished you and made you stronger because, like being without your parents for a long time, that teaches you a lot of things. But like, how, how did you deal with that when you felt lonely? Like, wh- how did you deal with that?
1: Yeah. So you know, emotionally, it was t- uh, you know, you know, it was a little tough because, you know, I you know I was I, I was living you know obviously you know with my with my grandparents or my uncles or or in boarding school, but. But what you come to realize is that you have to find other ways to try and, you know, try and sort of fill that emotional longing. And and so for me, part of that just came from like developing friendships, you know. Yeah. So, but but the other thing that that happened to me was, you know, I really got into like sports. So you know, I was I was pretty competitive. You know, I played a number of different sports. And for me, the sports was kind of a an avenue to um, and, well, two things really. It was one because you you get to this camaraderie of playing with these other people, right? So so you have teammates, and so you create a bond. But the second thing was, you know, I mean, I never really had, you know, you know, growing up where my parents would come and watch me play or or or, or spend any time with me, you know. So so I was kind of, you know, for me, playing sports and 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 kind of getting good at that was a way of getting some kind of validation from other people that I
0: didn't know. Yeah. Who yeah. was your, like, so you, you, were you your own biggest cheerleader or did you have any, Was your grandparents, like who, who was the one that kind of gave you that drive? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, yeah, when I was
1: younger, my grandmother was, you know, I was, I was really close to her. She, for the most part, you know, would, would, would give me some of that confidence but then the other thing i came to realize was i didn't really have a lot of people to lean on you know and and so what i i guess what i what i sort of developed was just trying to become my own cheerleader but it wasn't a cheerleader in the sense like hey you know you know um go to people and sort of you know brag about stuff or whatever but it was more of the cheerleader from the standpoint like when i was you know like going through sadness or whatever i would um you know for the most part i would you know i would try to internalize things rather than you know verbalize things so to speak and and it and i kind of came up with this thing where you know uh you know that you know whether you want to call it god or whatever but 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 the universe is kind of looking out for me like 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 i have an angel somewhere that's kind of looking out for me and you know i came you know i i came you know i came to realize that you know or at least i convinced myself that i wasn't going through whatever i was going through alone that that yeah. that
0: there would that there was somebody else that was kind of looking out for me yeah i love that and i mean i think that's the that's the right way to go because there's you know many people in this world that are going through tough times right now there's a lot of people that are that are lonely and there's also people that feel lonely because you can feel lonely even with when you're with other people right yeah. and so i'm just curious like you you made all these adventures and like you went out on these journeys and now you're in, in san francisco doing your your thing like how how has your confidence improved by doing all these things basically on your own
1: yeah you know i think confidence is such an important thing uh and and, and what i would say about confidence it's it's not like for example something that's always there you know it's it, it's something that you it, it, it's more like a mindset of of you know just kind of like brushing your teeth washing your face you know you, you, you you have to kind of you know um, kind of remind yourself that you know I can do this and and so one of the things that I that that um, and just to give you kind of some idea of my habits and, and, and these were habits that, that, that I formed when I was pretty young. One was around visualization, even before I knew what this thing was. But I used to try and visualize stuff. in my So I used to have it.
0: I, so one thing, I, I was known as being a daydreamer.
1: And, 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 and that's You're in class
0: my, in this boarding know, school yeah, in Malawi. And what yeah, are you dreaming yeah. about? What are you I, visualizing? I,
1: I, I'm visualizing, you know. Uh, hot girls? Well, beach? Yeah, I was beaches, hot girls. <laughs> but but I, was, I, was, I was always visualizing that uh, that, that 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 you know, I generally would would visualize stuff when I was getting bored in class. That that, that I was in a better place, or or, or generally that that you know that I, I was visualizing some some manifestation of me sort of kind of being successful to an extent where at least people were listening to me. Because because one thing people don't realize is you know when you when you kind of grow up the way I grew up you know, I never really had people sort of, you know, giving me personal time, like sitting down and talking to me as far as adults when, you know, for the most part, because I never really had my parents around me. Yeah. And so the way I used to sort of try to do that was to try and engage into what other people were and try to intersect into whatever other conversations are going on. And so, you know, I had to, so what, so, so for me, you know, you know, um, in in my dream, it was like instead of me having to go out of my way, like people were coming out of their way to 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 to, to come and you know, like like listen to me. That at least when I was younger, I was, I was sort of having those sort of thoughts.
0: I, I feel you, man. You know, when when I was a kid, you know, I was I was chubby and I was bullied, and you know, it was the same thing. I remember I, the conversation never came to me. Yes. I had to try to get involved in conversation, but nobody would ever listen to me. And that that stung a lot. Uh, I don't know if it was the same for you, but then as I evolved my confidence and my level of like, hey, I don't need that. And then something happened with me. And and now because I show that level of confidence, it, it, it has shifted a little bit. Uh, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, I mean, the other thing I would add too is, I mean, I mean, when you, when people maybe look at you and me now, we, you know, we, we're pretty healthy and fit for the most part. But I actually, you know, when I came back from from Malawi, you know, I mean, I mean, I actually was a thin kid, and I ended up gaining weight primarily because, uh, you know, well, two things. One was because I never knew anything about candy in Africa, there was no candy that was available in Africa, right? So I come, you know, I come to England. But secondly, you know, uh, you know, you know, even when I came home, I didn't really have a good relationship with my dad, you know, he was very distant.
0: And why do you think that was?
1: um, Primarily because he was a workaholic. And, and, and so, you know, uh, his mindset was that, his job was just to be a provider, and 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 it was my mother's job to kind of take care of the kids, so to speak. You know, yeah. so so he, you know, I mean, I mean, that's kind kind of what his mindset was. So you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I never really had much time with him anyway, and so you know, to one extent, I never really knew him, and so I had this this vision of who my dad was, and you know, I'm so excited yeah. to actually, and then when I come home, and and then I sort of realize, well. The dreams I had wasn't necessary to reality, yeah. and so you know, from there, you know, then I ended up kind of going to, you know, getting into boarding school. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean, that void was was there,
0: and and so you ever tr- confront your dad and ask him. You did. I
1: did. I did. You know, and you know, I mean, how did uh, that go? I mean, uh, it it didn't go. Um, you know, I would say my dad just wasn't emotional person and so it didn't really you know um old, he didn't old school he, oh it was very yeah you know the old school parenting yeah. where it's it's command and control and it wasn't really about you know hey let's yeah. have a conversation yeah, yeah.
0: But has I, that taught you has that taught you to show more love in your own relationships
1: yeah so you know uh one thing I mean I mean one thing that I would say you know if, you know if you want to become successful, you can always learn from good and bad experiences and so what yeah. so what so what i 've come to learn is that you know that that you can always you know if you, if you if you if if you see people that are doing something that you like, you can mirror that and if you 've seen people doing things that you don 't like, just do the opposite because because ultimately you kind of know what 's good and what 's good and yeah. bad right and and as humans you know you know i you know i feel that you can learn from both both of those experiences uh-huh. and and so for me you know you know ultimately you know i mean i mean i mean i mean the sad story about my dad was that he ended up dying when i was like six, 17 so i didn't even yeah so it wasn't like we had had a chance to really you know in in later years to to get close but but what I learned from that was, was, was the fact that life, life is really short, you know, and, uh, unpredictable. And so, you know, I have two, two kids now, two boys, and I've, you know, for me, you know, I've, I've gone kind of out of my way to, to sort of be the father that I never really got, you know? So, you know, and, and, and part of that is really, you know, you know, you know, it's, it's not about like just, um, you know, um, given stuff because, because stuff is nice, but ultimately time is your, is your greatest resource, right? That you can give anyone time and attention. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I, I love Lomit what you have done, like, instead of being, you know, you, nobody, nobody could have blamed you if you would put on the victim hat all your life. Right. Yeah. But you have, you have changed this into something positive that you are actually giving more to your own family. And Thank you for doing that and thank you for sharing so open-heartedly I know this is this is sense, sensitive stuff but if, like there's so many people going through the same thing that you did and, and just hearing that and, and seeing uh, you now have that you have created a good life I think that gives gives a lot of hope and what do you want to say to other you know kids people that have gone through the same thing like what advice can you give them
1: I would say the best you know, the best advice is, is is one thing to remember that, you know, that the past doesn't equal the past, the past doesn't really equal the future because the future is really in your hands. You know, you can't really change what some, somebody does to you or, or how people react to you. But, you know, one thing that you can have full control over is how you define whatever that experience is you know, yeah. and, and, and that's where the you know, that's where I came to realize that I ultimately I had the power where, you know, and, and, you know, and, and this sounds like cliche, but forgiveness is, is, is a real powerful thing, you know, and, and when, of,
0: when did you forgive your dad?
1: You know, I, I mean, it took me a while, you know, because, um, you know, like even when he died, you know, I wasn't close and I, I, I had resentment, you know, because, yeah. but I mean, it took me probably till like in my 30s or whatever to 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 finally you know kind of let go but yeah. what but what i would say is that you know don't wait that long because ultimately what happens it it, it just kind of hurts you it kind of yeah. just chews at you right and and forgiveness is more for you than it is for the other person because mm-hmm. ultimately um you know the other thing that in terms of forgiving it's not just forgiving. Other, somebody else, sometimes you really have to forgive yourself too. It's like, you know, sometimes you sort of carry like, oh, what did I do wrong or was it me or whatever? Yeah. And 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 ultimately you gotta just, you know, come come to a realization that nobody's perfect, right? And yeah. and you can't really control what other people do or what they say. But you know, you can you can choose to to define what that means. But more importantly you you should learn to forgive yourself first, you know, and, and don't hold
0: on to that. so you what know, was that moment though, because I know like forgiving someone that has hurt you or forgiving yourself, it's easier said than done, right You, 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 you had you to go out many years in pain to do that, like what was that moment when you finally decided to let go and and, and why? Yeah, you know, I, um,
1: I would say. It it is really hard because cause sometimes it's easier just to hold on to something like that because cause then you have a reason to be like upset or pissed off yeah. about things. But but ultimately, what is it like? It it's it it's a feeling of being free because I mean I mean I mean analogy is like carrying a backpack full of rocks, you know, and and and, and 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 whether you accept it or not. That backpack is slowing you down, and and every you know um, unforgiveness that you have is just another rock that keeps at keeps piling up on in, in, in your back, and it's just weighing you down. And 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 you know, you know, if the person is alive, you know, or you know, you can you know um, go to them. But even if they're not alive, you can still. Give you know just just write it out and 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 and, and 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 forgive them, and then you start seeing that weight just lift off and 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 the big I would say the best part or at least you know for me the the, the main reason why I ended up why I needed to do that was because i didn't want to carry that and pass it into like my kids too because yeah. otherwise a part of that still stays so in So when you life.
0: became a father you realized that hey I got to deal with this. Yeah,
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's generally when you start asking all those big life questions right? Because then yeah. it's not really about you it's about somebody else you know beyond yourself that your life becomes a part of.
0: That's beautiful. And can you just talk about your, your drive? Uh, I know you, you've been in many startups like what drives you to you know work hard as well and, and excel in your field?
1: Yeah, I would say you know in terms of working hard, you know I've been around people at least you know the family that I that I come from where people have just worked hard, you know, and and you know, you know that was one of the positives that I took from my dad because I knew he was a I mean I mean I mean I mean I literally saw that he used to work hard and you know, I know from, you know, not just my parents, but, you know, being around, you know, my grandparents and uncles, you know, all, you know, all of them were hard workers. But, but for me, um, in terms of the drive, you know, before the drive, I guess, I mean, the drive has always come from just personally, you know, wanting to improve myself. And, and, And from a young age, you know, I've always tried to, I haven't necessarily like set like goals or I never used to call it goals, but it was always I, I had this kind of competitive streak within myself where I always wanted to, you know, whether it was in school or in sports or or in anything, I always wanted to try and, you know, um, do better. And and I guess part of that really came from just filling the void of where I was just looking for validation that I never got, right? Yeah.
0: It's crazy what we do to be loved. You know, I've, yeah. I've done more than 200 episodes now. And, and yeah. you know, most of the, the people that I met and uh, not all, but that are super successful, they, there's some type of a drive. And most of the times the drive is that, you know, just want to be fucking loved. And yeah. we, we do all the craziest shit to be loved, yeah. right? <laughs> and is. then when we do accomplish these things, we realize, oh, uh, and now what, right?
1: yeah that, and that's the thing you know that, you know uh, to so to, to answer your question you know you, you know you know you work hard you know for me you know i've worked hard and, and, and i've and i've reached a certain level of success depending on how people define success you know but ultimately you kind of reach a point where it's never enough it's like okay i'm here now i want to go here and then i want to go here and 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 that's the thing you know and you know it's like for me it's not you know, it's never about like the money per se, but it's more about just wanting to learn. You know, for me, it's just, you know, just wanting to improve myself. And, and sometimes I just need to like, I'm not good at this, but I need to kind of, kind of take a step back and, 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 and and, and turn around and just take a look at how far I've kind of come to a certain extent
0: versus just wanting to keep looking higher and and going higher. If That makes sense. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. I've been chasing yeah. goals all my life, you know, and I think it, it's a good trait, but you got to stop and smell the flowers too, you know, and that sometimes I forget that. And yeah, I, I, I'm working on it and I do take time to do that, but then I get caught up in like my mission and all that stuff and you get carried away. But I think, like for me, like what I'm trying to do with this show, I want to redefine the concept of success. And I mean, for me, it doesn't matter how well you do in business if you don't have a good life and if your relationship is in shambles. So, you know, I want to I want to see that balance in in my life, in the people that I love too. And I, I always go back to, you know, I I believe in that you can have a balanced life, but I also heard oprah says something amazing and she said you can have everything you can have everything you want but not all at once Uh, and i think that's also pretty pretty wise statement because sometimes in your life you might have to you know work a little bit harder uh, but if you just don't have to you just have to know when to stop basically because otherwise you'll end up living your whole life just a workaholic
1: yeah and and you're right, you know, I f you know, it it's like, you know, if we if we kind of look at ourselves on the scale of 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 low and high, yeah. you know, you know, all of the experiences that we've had growing up have kind of defined where we are on this scale. And, you know we, we we're gonna pivot to certain extremes on, on, on certain characteristics, whether it's drive, perseverance, hard work or whatever. That you know, where with every every everywhere we 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 we, you were high on one side, you're low on the other. So 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 it's like you know the, the the inverse impact is less time with you know relationships or you know stepping back and sort of enjoying where you are versus just chasing the next destination. So, but having said that, you know. You know, I think the key thing that you mentioned is ultimately, you know, we, you know, we've all come through different unique experiences that shape us, right? And 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 and, and we've tried to sort of fit into the environments that we kind of grew up because ultimately we wanted to try and at least do the best with what we were given to a certain extent, and you know, you know, some people are more motivated than others to try and get beyond that environment, but but that but. You know, the, the harder thing is with, you know, where you have to unprogram yourself with all of the things and the habits that you've built up over, over a good chunk of your formative years. For me, that's the challenge, right? It's, it's like unlearning some of that stuff because cause otherwise you're kind of on this treadmill and you're always
0: wanting to run like 60 miles per hour rather than just slow it down and, and just walk. Like, how uh, how have you done to unlearn that because i it goes back to you know what bruce lee said he's one of my biggest role models God. and he said hack away the unessentials you know
1: it is simplify right.
0: things but how how do you do that in your life yes yeah,
1: so for me for me you know um what you know one of the way, one of the ways to do that is 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 to just try and take an audit of 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 where you're spending your time right cuz cuz everybody has 24 hours doesn't matter you know you know, where you are in life, you know rich or poor everybody has twenty four hours if 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 you take a good look in your calendar you'll be able to really define like where you're spending most of your time and and ultimately you know where you're spending most your time is that really where your priorities sh- should should lie right you know and 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 the and the tough part is that you know um trying to you know um I mean, for me, the, the hardest part is trying to relax, right? You know, it's like, you know. Yeah.
0: What, what
1: do you do to, to relax? Yeah, so for me, I've you know, as I mentioned, you know, I grew up playing a lot of sports. That used to be good for me. And and so now, you know, um, you know, uh, I work out a lot. So I, obviously, I can't go to the gym anymore. So, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'm, I'm into biking and running. I do I biking and running and, um, I just do a little bit of my own kind of CrossFit stuff.
0: Nice. And do you like, how do you do to relax your mind?
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things I've started to try and get into, especially during the shelter in place is, you know, I mean, I've been reading all this thing about meditation and, and yoga I tried yoga maybe once or twice, but I got bored of it unfortunately i didn 't have the patience to persevere but with meditation i 've started you know um, doing more around like i got like I' got this app called calm dot com and and so I have been you know at least trying to do some of those daily meditations you know for like ten minutes or whatever but i think but but I think you know for me for the most part in terms of for the mind you know it you know one of the things i tr- I, I still try to practice is at least try to do some of those affirmations, yeah. you know, and, and, and I have like a statement of like five sort of um, statements that, that, and they're kind of like, I am statements, like, you know, like, like I am smart, I am, you know, confident, you know, I'm an inspiration, but, 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 but the, but the one at the end that I always say is that, you know, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for you. So ultimately, you know, it's like, no matter what happens in life, you know, it's, it's always easier looking back than, than in the moment. Cause things may look bad in the moment, but when you kind of look back, it, it might've been the best thing that happened to you. Cause it, cause in life you always, it c- is, right? it is. Yeah. Cause in life, you always come in, you know, to, you know, to get to the next level it's always uncomfortable right on on whatever that is but but you can't get there without going through that uncomfort zone and so generally you know when you when i look back at moments of uncomfort i don't like it but you know it's but it's usually where i've where i've actually had to grow to just to to expand kind of my mindset and my view on stuff too yeah i mean
0: it's so interesting, and I I wanted to talk to you about uh, you know tough moments in life. Uh, would you mind sharing like what what has been your toughest challenge in your life, and uh, and how did you how did you overcome that? Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of tough
1: challenges, there's um, it it, it depends, you know, uh, like like growing up, you know, um. away from your parents can be tough right but i mean the way i kind of overcame that as i mentioned you know was was to just to try and sort of fit into more into the environment that i was put into versus trying to sort of focus on what i didn't have just try to make the best of what i did have you know challenges are you know uh like moving to another country you know like uh, oh actually i'll tell you one challenge maybe your listeners aren't I'm familiar with about me. So, so I went to grad school in St. Louis and, and, and when I graduated, you know, I was, I was here in, on the student visa and, you know, at, you know, at, on the student visa, you need to get a sponsorship from a company in order to, um, um, to, to, to work in the U.S. And so you have this one year period to try and find this job. And 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 what I came to realize, I was, I was I was applying for jobs. I applied for probably like a thousand companies, you know, because it was easy to apply in those days. That's when we were the internet, right? But but and 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 I came to realize that I wasn't going to get a job in St. Louis because for the most part, people were asking me which high school I went to rather than you know which grad school I went to. And and yeah. and and then I came to realize the code for that was really you know where did you grow up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and so what I ended up doing. You know again you know you know um i mean i mean it was very stressful for me uh but but i just ended up you know saying came to realize hey this door isn't gonna open i i I need to move to a different place to try and open. you know knock on the door so i ended up moving to chicago i didn't really i mean i had a friend there and um i was fortunate because i was able to you know i mean i mean i'm mean, I, I had no money at that time. I was literally like homeless. So I was able to just like sleep on his couch. And and what I, what I ended up doing, and, and you know, and this was really counterintuitive. But this this is this is you know uh, kind of the way I've uh, have where I normally start thinking is when I'm trying to solve a problem is instead of trying to think of how everybody else is going to solve the problem, think you know think counter to what everybody else might do in the situation. And so you know, for me, I was applying for jobs. You know, and obviously you know going through hr i was getting rejections right or or you know so so what i decided was why don't i go for a temp job at this tech company that i wanted to get a job at where I, where i was i was getting rejected you know when i was applying and and the reason why reason why i wanted to get the the the, t- the temp job as a front desk assistant was because everybody in the company has to go through the front desk and so that's a way for me to get to know everyone right because I, I mean i mean i mean i did. I can't control other people, but I knew that I'm pretty good at relating to people so and in pl- fact that I had this British accent is kind of faded now but but it was it was
0: it was a good way to ca-
1: capture attention at the time
0: <laughs> <It still laughs> I, does. Yeah. you yeah. feel like a friend Lumet. that's that's a pretty yeah. cool feature yeah
1: yeah so, and so 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 long story short, you know i you know I ended up getting this temp job, and then the job that you know that I wanted to go for opened up in the company, I just reached out to the manager you know, and, and, and just asked if I had te- if he would have 10 minutes for me, cause I didn't really know him that well, but I knew who he was and we met up and, and, and this was when I had like a week left before my visa was going to expire and I had to leave to go to England. And I told him, you know, you know, and, and I'd work, I was working there for probably like, like two months now as a temp. And I, and by then I, you know, obviously I wasn't just doing, doing the job as a temp. I was learning everything about the company and, you know, getting to know the system and the culture. And, you know, you know, I. I, you know, I told him how interested I was in this in this position, and and actually what my real experience was because I had worked in marketing before, and you know I had a, like an MBA, and 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 I told him I would love to work there, but you know by then you know I only had you know five days left, and I had another job offer, fortunately, and I told him that I have to make a decision in two days, but I'll leave it up to him because I know you know you, you know that that you know as the hiring manager you know he, he can he can open doors that HR can't, right? And then I left it and for him to sort of noodle over there i came in the next day and he had eight interviews lined up for me and i ended up getting that job <laughs> wow that, but, awesome. but but that would but that was like going right down to the wire where Ooh. you know I, 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 and 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 what i don't tell what i what people didn't realize is I was pretty much living on one bean burrito a day, right, literally, yeah. you know, because I had no money until I got that temp job. And so, you know, getting a temp job in the, in those days, I think I was making maybe like like $7.50. I can't even remember, but it felt like hundreds of dollars, you know, because you had yeah. nothing.
0: Yeah. You know, thank you for sharing that. And I mean, it's it's so interesting because what you were, you were three feet from gold. I I, I hope people have seen that meme, you yeah. know, with the guy hacking away and like a lot of people would have quit you yeah. moved. you moved to chicago you did everything you could yeah but still you didn't have any results showing for it and i think that's that's a great lesson for people to learn like hey sometimes you have to t- take another r- route in order to be successful and you have to be willing sometimes to eat that bean burrito and and still kind of like telling yourself hey, I'm going to make it. Even when you don't believe it yourself and just show up, right? Yeah. If you show up long enough, it might be on the wire. And crazy enough, usually it is on the wire. Just that I think that's just universe. For me, I think that's universe asking how bad do you fucking want this, you know? Yeah, and I think you said it right. You know,
1: it's basically comes down to how badly do you want it and and that and how much are you willing to risk to get it right and 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 so what happened from that you know the thing that i didn't mention to people was that you know i mean for me coming from england that wasn't the way you you did stuff you know in england you would basically it was very formal you apply for jobs you don't ever like you know try to like cut corners to try and you know get get to the next step and you know what i came to realize is ultimately you have to be, you know, being resourceful, but being entrepreneurial is is really important. And and I and and since then, I've taken a similar approach where, you know, you know, you know, in in, in other areas where I've kind of grown in my career, I, you know, literally, I've kind of you know tried tried to build some kind of relationship and kind of network my way to another role versus trying to go through traditional means, you know, to get in.
0: I mean, I grew up my my parents are immigrants from macedonia in sweden and I, I like they always told me like there's you know you're not you're not like everybody else here you have to work twice as hard And it's unfortunate that the world is not always fair yeah but you know it is what it is right we need to you do the best you can and you instead of being victimized you you just you know you take ownership of your own life and see it as an opportunity. I mean, I have two cultures. I'm so proud of that. It's it's just make me a better human being. I can relate with more people, and I'm willing to work harder than most people. So it's actually a benefit if I see it. But I also meet people that are, you know, see it as they're 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 so um, they haven't gone to the next step. So they're just bl- they're playing the blame game, and and yeah. that's unfortunate because once. As long as we're playing playing the blame game, we can't actually move forward.
1: Yeah, and it's and 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 I and I'll admit too, you know it. You know, e even I like to play the blame game for a little bit too, because because sometimes you do feel sorry for yourself. But but what you come to realize, or or what I come to realize, is that ultimately, by staying in the pit, I'm not going to get out of the pit. I I still I still have to change my mindset and change my focus, or else you know, I'm, 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 I'm just basically just going to end up staying in this situation and it's just going to get worse. So, you know, as I say, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, crying for a night, but yeah. the, the sun's going to be out in the morning and you still have to, to the thing that you said, and I would say that's really important. It's just about showing up every day. Yeah. It's still about getting up and, 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 and still, you know, giving another swing. 'Cause you know, you can't change what happened yesterday. But if you don't if you don't swing the bat today, you never know what will happen tomorrow, right?
0: Oh, you're right. Um uh, yeah. me I have two more questions and, and then I'll let you go. So the first, like, where do you see your life going? Like what's important for you in your life and and where do you wanna like what do you wanna do in your life for the rest for the rest of it?
1: Yeah, so for me, you know, um you know one of the things that um uh, that i want to do is 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 is, because i've worked in startups for over 20 years you know and and one of the things i've come to really realize is just how hard it is for anyone to start a business right i mean i mean the failure rate is so high and so that was one of the reasons what inspired me to write this book that i wrote called lean ai primarily because you know it talks about how companies can think differently when it comes to growing your business because you know having a product or service is actually just a ticket to get into the game it it does, doesn't guarantee that you're going to get customers and drive revenue and and, and 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 grow and become successful and so you know the, so the inspiration behind that was to really help companies to sort of think differently the way i sort of think differently which is to um you know you know when I'm sorry. Nice. Yeah, which is to um, have um, you know, which is to inspire entrepreneurs to really you know think about how they can grow their business by by leveraging leveraging their customer data, and 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 with data and AI and automation, you can propel your growth to 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 a whole new level versus doing it the old way that companies try to grind it out and, and and try to get better and, 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 and grow their business. And so, you know, for me the inspiration is to really inspire more entrepreneurs to kind of live their dream. And, 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 and what, what comes from that, you know, which is a little bit similar to, to, to your, you know, a dream, which is the, the the more people you can help to be successful as entrepreneurs, the more it helps those communities, you know, Um, thrive by creating jobs which ultimately helps mankind become better too because 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 people and you know uh, you know the um, because because if people do well economically then then it has a positive benefit for everything else that comes from that
0: yeah i mean i agree and and thank you for for giving your time to to do this work and uh, last question uh, is: uh, What do you want to say to people that they have a dream, they don't know where to start, they're still here listening, watching us here, and they're like, "Hey, I want, I want to start. Uh, I want, I want to get close to my dream." Uh, what's the first thing they should do right after this show? I would say, you know, first thing
1: is never stop dreaming. You know, and never give up. But the second thing is. Or at least what I would do is, you know, I, I I would try to write down what that dream is, or at least try to describe it to us, you know, so that you have some way of kind of looking at something to remind you of what your dream is, if that makes sense. Because if you know what you're looking, I mean, my, my thinking is, you know, if, if you don't really know what you're going for, then then, then, then you then you don't really know if you're going to get there, right? Mm-hmm. And so, so with a dream, you know, whatever it is, it's really important to to at least define what it is, because because our minds are, are really powerful. If, if 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 you if you look at something and you really want it bad enough, your mind is going to start just attracting the right energy to help you figure out how to get it
0: and get specific and write it yeah. down. And I mean, yeah. I, I even wrote a book about it called The Gold Book. So yeah. check out that. And you'll even get a f- couple of few, uh, free chapters on ilovesuccess.co. Lomit, uh, I'm super grateful for your time here today. And you're amazing. Keep doing great things. If people want to connect with you, get your book and you know, just learn more about you, where, where can they go?
1: yeah so the best way to connect with me um i'm very active on linkedin so you know if people go to linkedin and search for lomit patel you know reach out to me i'm happy to connect with anyone there i have a blog where i also do a lot of writing and sharing um which is pretty much my name lomitpatel.com so you reach reach out to me and my book lean ai um which was one of the best um uh, new book releases on amazon a couple of months back but you know um yeah definitely check that out if you know um um it's on amazon so lean l e a n a i and uh, you know uh I, I love to keep in touch with whoever wants to reach out to me and um, for me you know it you know, you know my my you know i would say my my excitement just comes from like just giving back to other people as well because ultimately you know that's that's what it's about right it's like like anything in life if you want something you first have to give it in order
0: to receive it I love it. Yeah. Give wholeheartedly. Don't expect anything back and it yeah. will come back to you yeah. in many ways, shapes of, or, and forms. Maybe not the way you expect it from the people you do expect it from, but uh, it's amazing, you know, and I'm just grateful to be able to do this. And thanks again, Lomit. And I want to thank you guys that are still here listening, watching, you know, you mean the world to me. We wouldn't have a show without you listening and, uh, you know i get to meet so many people i'm just grateful to be able to share that with you guys the only thing i would love for you to do we do all this for free so please show us some love give us a review go to ilovesuccess.co share this content you know give us some love that will give me more drive and energy to meet more people to work harder also, I want to hear about those dreams you have. So check, check me out on Instagram at Peter Dumrukowski or email me at info at ILSuccess.com. Tell me what you're dreaming about. Tell me how I can help. I want to hear from you and you know I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much and bye-bye.